0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Mama Batcha Mama podcast. I need a jingle. I'm working my way there. I will get a jingle at some point, something. Um, hello, beautiful women. How are you feeling today? I hope everyone is getting lots of rest and yummy food and taking good care of themselves. Um, yeah that's what's on my mind. So naturally I want for you what I want for myself. Um, quick little update on this pregnancy. I am okay. So technically I suppose my due date technically, ugh, I just hate this. I, I just due dates annoy me. Technically my due date is September 19th. I believe Yet my babies have trended to come around two weeks prior to the technical due date. So I'm getting close and I'm feeling fucking amazing. Like it's quite fabulous. The only thing that's not amazing, but that's just because I'm just a goose, is that I'm like really tired all the time you know, I just need a lot of rest and that is amazing. That's beautiful. That's what my body needs. That's what my baby needs. I'm just lately in such a strong, creative flow state and I'm, I just, I love it. It feels so good. And sometimes the rest just feels inconvenient. (laughs) But obviously I know better. I'm letting myself lay down often and I am asking for time and asking for help. And that feels really good because as somebody who's, um, you know, previously in my life, especially, you know, the days of being a single mom where I had no one to ask and you just get kind of used to that out of like survival, uh, It feels good to reach a point where I can honor myself enough to ask for help and receive it. And yeah, I ask for it now. It used to feel so, you know, just that martyr mentality of, but I have to do everything. I need to be in control. I'm like, nah, girl, you need to let other people take over sometimes and just go sit and watch a movie and eat fruit. So it's been a lot of that lately. And part of why I'm feeling really tired is for a while now, my body has me on this completely understandable but frustrating sleep schedule where I fall asleep nice and early because I'm tired. And then I wake up around like 2.30 or 3. And I like cannot get back to sleep. And what I'm telling myself is that my body's wisdom is like, hey, you're probably going to birth this baby around that time. I'm pretty sure my last two babies were born around that time, like right after two. And um, Steve probably would have been born at that time had I not gone to a freaking hospital and done that whole route. So, um, yeah, women mostly birth in the middle of the night. And it makes sense that my body is prepping me to rest during the day, and kind of be alert at that time. So I think that's really beautiful and slightly frustrating. But it's also kind of nice. I read books, I make memes, I like, yeah, it's fun. Um, and now I'm actually starting to work on some ebooks during that time because about a year ago, I started making an ebook for sourdough bread. Um, I've been making sourdough bread for five years, at least, I want to say. And I remember starting it and feeling really intimidated. And, you know, trial and error is a beautiful part of starting anything new. Um, And now that I've been doing it for this long, I've realized making sourdough bread is actually not as intimidating as every kind of sourdough bread book would have you believe. And it's actually also really forgiving. So I, as someone who does not like strict rules, especially in the kitchen, I want to write a book on baking sourdough bread for people that are like, I can't I can't get down with like these like precise um, instructions. So I'm working on that again. I'm also currently like, in love with all of my postpartum preparations and which mostly includes making lots of food. We have a deep freezer. I've been storing, making stuff and storing it in the deep freezer with the intention of the night before just going through, pulling out what I'm going to want to eat the next day making it easier to take care of myself and therefore everyone else can come in, kind of help with everyone else, but at least I'm being nourished really well. I love my homemade cooking. There's also plenty of there for everybody, so it's not just to feed myself, but having lots of food prepped. Um, I love my own cooking and I love to cook, so this has been a really joyful uh, time for me to just do all this prep. And it's inspiring me to make a little book, a little ebook about it and share all of my favorite recipes for just like super love nourishment goodness. So I'm writing that, putting that together right now. And it feels like a nice, gentle, loving way to spend this like time in the middle of the night where I'm like, (laughs) what else am I supposed to do? (laughs) Okay, so that's been going on. And then other than that, just... Um, enjoying my children, enjoying all of the freaking delicious seasonal fruit right now. This is like my favorite part about being pregnant this time of year. And this is like, my babies are all always arrive in the same season. Essentially. They're basically all summer babies. Um, but one perk of that is definitely having access to like all of the good fruit, Yes. Okay. So let's jump into it. I'm really excited about this episode because it's something that I'm still, um, navigating. And I, I just, I felt like, I feel like I I know myself that talk, talking is part of the therapy for me for anything that I'm trying to work through. Um, and yeah, that's why I started this podcast essentially and i think maybe a lot of other women can agree with what i'm about to say so let's see uh my my thoughts today are talking about reclaiming my sexuality um i don't know about you i only speak for myself but it's it growing up sexuality was i don't even know how to i don't even really Yeah, I don't even really know how to start, so this is going to be a little bit clunky. Forgive me. Um, Many of us grew up in religious settings. My parents liked to say we were religious, but didn't actually... They weren't religious themselves. They both grew up in Catholic families, strong Catholic families, as in like everyone was very religious. But neither of them felt called to being religious. So they would say we're Catholic and had us baptized and all that However, they did not go to church. They didn't practice. They didn't pray from what I know. Um, and, you know, there's just this common knowledge that religion has this tendency to really demonize sexuality. Um, right? I'm just going to end it there. I don't really want to go any further in that than that. Then on the flip side, we have this insanely over-sexualized culture that we're growing up in, right? So the perfect example is the fact that a nursing mother would ever have to hide her boob because somehow that would be inappropriate while she's nursing her baby is like the most offensive thing in the world because that's sexualizing something that is literally just like food and nourishment and love and like life. Like, it's like, are you hiding the trees? The trees are you know, living and it's, you know, it's just such a silly thing. So we live in this hyper sexualized um, culture. And then so many people have these like really daunting religious or just like family stigmas against sexuality. So I think a lot of people like myself grew up feeling really disconnected from sexuality or probably like myself, have a unhealthy um, history with their sexuality. I've touched on this in a past episode entitled, I think, or titled, not entitled, (laughs) Um, titled, I think it was my uh, advice I would give my younger self. The number one piece of advice I'd give my younger self where I talk about uh, the number one piece of advice I'd give my younger self is To be more mindful of my sexuality. So, yeah. Um, I think, I don't think, I know I lacked guidance. No one talked to me about sex. It was, I learned it through movies, which is like so sad. And I didn't even know how to talk to girlfriends about it, really. Uh... And if you're not having healthy conversations about sex, you're likely also not having healthy conversations around what it means to just be a human and a sexual being, which is very natural, right? Um, So I grew up... I spent many years in this very unhealthy relationship with my own sexuality. I basically... I guess the way I would put it is that it was it, it, this sexuality was for attention seeking. You know, there's this kind of association of like, oh, I get dressed sexy, I get attention, and that makes me feel good. Or, um, you know, not once again, not being taught about sex, about having healthy boundaries around sex, about what a woman should expect out of a partner, what's, um, you know, self-love, what self-love means in sexuality and in sexual encounters, um, how to respect your own boundaries, how to even know what what your body is telling you, right? We're not really taught how to listen to our body and communicate in that way. So many women are having sex, they don't want to, they feel obligated, or maybe they do want to have sex, but they're not actually being honored, like a woman's body needs to be honored. Um, So therefore, a lot of us end up in this really unhealthy trap of using sex as like, um, not using sex, but really undervaluing what the the effect that our sexuality has on us and how it plays into like the rest of how we live. So, reclaiming my sexuality for me means, and this is something that I'm really playing with a lot lately, and it feels so good. I, as I, I definitely am one of the women out there, the many women that was probably leaning more in my masculine energy for most of my life. Um, and as I heal, as I do the work, as I set boundaries, as I fall in love with myself, I am slowly, actually, it's kind of rapidly at this point, um, reconnecting with my feminine energy and it feels like the most delicious thing in the world. I just how I've missed out for so long on on what it what it is to be a woman in her feminine essence is, you know, unbelievable. So. Perhaps the scale is tipping a little bit um, and I probably need to (laughs) ground myself a little bit more every now and then. But I'm really enjoying indulging in the feminine and seeing myself as this beautiful goddess that does have every right and deserve to set every boundary and honor myself and pleasure myself and spoil myself. Um, No one else is doing that for me. Only I can do it for myself. And what I understand now is... It's okay that no one else is doing it for me. Actually, like, I should be receiving that from myself first and foremost. There should not be an outsourcing of feeling sexy and beautiful and sensual. Um, I need to find that within and see that in myself. Mirror work is a really beautiful way to awaken your sexuality and, um, in in a self-love kind of way. So, yeah, reclaiming my sexuality for me lately has been, <laughs> you know, we all know, like, the quintessential, like, oh, woman kind of sitting around the house. She's, like, doesn't take, you know, she's not doing anything to, like, look nice or, you know, she's looking frumpy or whatever. And then, oh, she has to go out into the world. Now she's going to dress herself up and do all this stuff to look good. And... A long time ago, I stopped doing this whole rigmarole of makeup and doing my hair and trying to look sexy when I go out. That that stopped a long time ago for me. But what only recently entered my life is getting beautiful and sexy, dressing up, adorning myself for me in my own home. No one else needs to witness this. I do it for me. And that is something that I just... I don't know. I guess maybe it can be seem too tiresome when you are constantly reserving that energy for going out into the world. I personally, as much as I, I, I don't know. It's so it's so interesting because I would get dressed, you know, sexy or do all this stuff, but then I also really disliked the attention, which is really funny. And I don't I don't get that yet. Maybe I need to like dive into that a little bit more um, at some point. Uh, so now I'm like, duh, of course, as a feminine, beautiful woman, I want to see myself looking gorgeous, but I'm like, I don't like, I don't want some stranger giving me his eyes, like staring at me or some woman either, like looking at me with all her jealous energy. Like I want to feel that and, and feel safe in my sexiness so, I these days have so much fun, and it's actually really fun that I'm discovering this now in a pregnancy <laughs> because inviting my like voluptuous pregnant body into this is quite incredible. But to go and do the mirror work, so if you're not familiar with mirror mirror work, it's really spending time in front of the mirror with yourself, and it can be anything. Playfulness is the, is, is, is the game, you know, you're just, for me, like my favorite times from mirror work are when I'm doing my skincare ritual, when I'm doing my hair, when I'm putting on my jewelry, when I'm dancing, um, when I'm just like checking out my different, uh, angles to see like, Ooh, what's my most attractive angle? Or when I'm just like, Crying and feeling emotion and sitting with myself as I go through my feelings. The mirror work is really powerful. It's a powerful way to be present with yourself and explore all of the different sides of who you are. Um, So, that's such a beautiful way to ignite. Your sexuality for you. So I've just been on this like really beautiful, intense journey of of exploring this side of myself and realizing, wow, I can get sexy. I can like move in sexy ways. Like I don't, I don't really, I love to dance. I love to dance in a sexy way. I don't love the feeling of a man just sitting there gawking at me while I dance. Sexy. So <laughs> I get in the mirror and like when you're with your girlfriends, like girlfriends will be like, yeah, girl, but they're not like lustfully gawking after one another. Um, so now it's really fun to like witness myself as a beautiful sexual woman without the lack of like safety or, you know, there's just the, the energy that you feel from someone just like, yeah, I, I know you get me lady, I know you get me. Um, (laughs) So yeah, reclaiming my sexuality for me means that. It means acknowledging my desire to be witnessed even if it's just by me and it's not to say that there's anything wrong with enjoying being witnessed by others but just because you don't enjoy being witnessed by others and your sexuality does not mean that you don't want to be witnessed witness yourself girl like get in there and show yourself how sexy you are and holy shit will it change the way you show up to everything in your life and the way you perceive yourself i just i, I i'm so fascinated with this because you know we, we when like i said growing up in a culture that's so overly sexualized and and re, and like thinking like oh i need to compete with all these billboards and all these sexy women you know i go i went to trader joe's yesterday and i was like holy shit there's so many beautiful sexy women here not in like a in a bothered way but in just like man women are just like they are in their power of like beauty like beauty is is like what it's about these days, um, which is great. That's awesome. But to feel for a woman to feel like this constant need to compete with the outside world, um, you know, if she's unhealed in that way, then where are you allowing yourself to be the most sexy, beautiful woman uh, in your world? And that's where it's like, that's what I'm doing for me. You know, I I like, I can't put into words how nourishing it is. Um, I also find that like, I I'm becoming my own source of pleasure in so many ways. Um, Part of this also to go back to what I referenced in a previous podcast is when it comes to sex, The one piece of advice, like I said in that podcast, that I want to give every woman is do not, do not have sex unless you are 100% feeling it. If any part of you is like, I don't know, for any reason, any reason at all is a valid reason to be like, no. And I wish I had known that sooner, but that's okay. Like, I'm glad I know now. And it has been the most beautiful reclamation of self, um, of my power, of my beautiful yoni, of like my body, of my self-respect. Um, and <clears throat> I have to say that part of that is there can be times where perhaps we do want to have sex, but we and, but but say you know. Here it's like mothering, right? When we're mother when we're mothering, especially someone like me who's with my children all day long, it's really hard to flip that switch from like the mother mentality mindset where, you know, the kids are constantly affectionate with me and you know, there's a lot of love and kisses and hugs and all of that. But it's it's from a mother's mind, you know, and it takes time. To transition from the the mindset of mothering to the mindset of like a sexual, you know, that sexual energy of like, yeah, that sexual energy like pulsing through my body. And it is important that, that men are able to honor that transition and ideally participate in a woman becoming turned on before she engages in sex so that can be all kinds of things it can be um flirting it can be playful touch it can be gifts it can be special things it can be like special moments um and slowly building up and getting a woman to feel uh like because you know when you're mothering you're not the center of the world your children are so a man coming in and making a woman feel like the center of his world and um you know, it can be massage. There's so many ways to bring a woman to a state of of like her intimate uh energy flow. And this whole thing of like, I think this needs to be honored in uh, marriage, especially with, or like family life. Because, yeah, it can be hard. You know, the kids, it can be inconvenient. Kids wake up. Often like sex really just has to get planned for parents and like that can be a bummer but it doesn't it doesn't take away (laughs) the need for a woman to be brought to um to her to like the physical embodiment like the physical desire which is often you know warmth um wet right she her yoni should get wet uh she should be craving it in her body, not trying to convince herself. Even if she's telling herself she wants it, but she physically doesn't feel it, that 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 doesn't really work. It it, it should be physically felt. That's this is my personal perspective. You know, this is just where I'm at. This is how I'm how I'm um, approaching this myself. So, yes, I can tell myself, "Oh, I haven't had sex in a while, and I would really enjoy." you know, an orgasm. However, I also know that like my yoni is not receptive to just like, here we go. I need, I need to be amused. Like I need to be amused is kind of not the right word. Um, yeah, I need to be, be turned on in, in like many ways. I need to be brought to a place of like vulnerability and sensuality. Um, but since I said the word amused, it reminded me of, I made a meme about this recently, how I have become my own muse. Um, it's, I see how it can be perceived as like this whole, this way of looking at your life could be perceived as like narcissistic. I personally don't agree with that. I think if more people spent more time on themselves instead of distracting themselves with others, uh, the world would probably be (laughs) a healthier, happy place. Um, but yes, being my own muse for me is like, why should I not be turned on by me? Why should I not, um, be inspired by my own beauty, by my own sensuality, by my own offering. Like I, I can remember years back. I mean, even not that long ago, not feeling, um, beautiful and, and, and sexy and healthy and, and attractive. And it's just interesting to think how, how was I like, How was I showing up? I, you know, I have so much compassion for that version of myself because now I know the importance and I love to take time to like, once again, this is like back to the mirror work. Often for me is looking at myself and being like, look at how beautiful you are. Like, you know, and (laughs) feeling inspired by that. I don't know. I don't know why we're not taught this. Like we should be inspired by our own creativity, our own energy, our own like vibe, our own beauty, our own, our own style, our own taste, um, and developing these parts of ourselves and seeing these different angles of ourselves and then being, uh, awakened by it is so beautiful. I can't, I can't, I cannot stress how lovely it feels to just be in this really beautiful relationship with yourself. And I, as someone who, it's taken me so long to arrive here, but being here now, it's like, it's magic. Every day we just feels so fun and playful. Even when I'm tired, it's like, okay, let me be in my tiredness. I don't know. It takes away the seriousness and it reminds me that I'm just, you know, I'm a human. And it feels good to be me exactly where I am with exactly what I'm feeling. And to honor myself. And when I can do that, I can always bring myself back to like those good feelings or whatever, as long as I'm consistently honoring myself wherever I'm at and being like honest and aware of wherever I'm at. So yes, reclaiming my sexuality and realizing that I can be sexual, I can be sexy, I can be, I can flirt with myself, I can I can offer all of these things to myself, I can find them within myself, and that is really beautiful, and being my own muse um, is actually like serving me beautifully in ways that, yeah, I, I think in a lot of ways that I, I see, I, I just... Um, Life feels much more fun (laughs) and enjoyable uh, to not, and it's not to say that we shouldn't receive this from others. Obviously we should, we all crave um, intimate partnership, but you can absolutely offer this to yourself and get your cup fulfilled, your cup fulfilled, your cup filled. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Guys, I've got major pregnancy brain these days, and sometimes it's really hard to say certain things, so you have to forgive me. Baby's coming out soon. (laughs) All right, I'm going to cut this episode short and sweet, and I'm so glad I hopped on here to record this. I feel like I put most everything out there that's been on my mind around this. And next week, I'm so excited for the episode I have planned. It's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, to all of you listening, hey, if anyone is listening, anyone who comes on here and listens regularly, please, 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 please take a minute to go leave me a review somewhere. Um, I'm trying to grow this podcast and I would really love to grow it to where I can bring on some sponsors and also hire somebody to kind of spiff it up a little bit. So um, help me grow this podcast if you can. Share it, leave reviews, and let me know what you think. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Go check out the apothecary. There's so much beautiful stuff on there. Um, And if you haven't checked out my Instagram... If you want some daily meme therapy, I am happily posting on there regularly and just loving that space. So check it out. I love you all. Um, Have a beautiful day.